Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome. It's episode 1695 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. And we, Fire Nation, have a free eight-day goals course for you over at freegoalscourse.co. Get goal-focused. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Maureen berkner Boyt. Mo, are you prepared to ignite? Let's do this. Yes. Mo is a 5X business launcher and founder of The Moxie Exchange, an organization for companies who want to create inclusive workplaces, be innovative, and make more money. She has lived her life as a doer and risk taker following Eleanor Roosevelt's words, do one thing every day that scares you. Mo, what did you do yesterday that scared you? I launched a new uh, version of one of our products. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> you know, it's it's like putting your baby out there to say, is she pretty? <laughs> Mo, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, you bet. I uh, I actually grew up in the Midwest, youngest of four kids in six years, so I had to be scrappy. My first job out of college was with an amazing entrepreneur. In fact, he's been written up in business books quite a bit, and I had a front row seat to that and got to see what it was like to have a seat on the rocket ship. And I decided I wanted to do that myself. So I have spent my career launching and growing businesses and helping others do the same. I have a fabulous husband. I always say I'm married up uh, and two exceptional children. So life is great. Now, what does he say? Does he say he married down? (laughs) He better not. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about your area of expertise. I mean, 5X business launcher. I mean, what is your area of expertise? Break that down for us and then share with us something that we don't know about that expertise that as entrepreneurs we should. You bet. I've seen and experienced that what really helps a company go from, hey, this this little idea and sitting in my basement to a real deal is a combination of smart strategy with incredible people. Um, And we tend to have one or the other, but it's the balance of the two. And what is really interesting that most entrepreneurs know is that we do not understand that we can't trust our biased brain. Mm. Uh, We suffer from what psychologist Lee Brosnan calls naive realism. So we see the world and and think what we see is real. And we've already like spun and filtered that so much that, so whether that's the team you're building or the product or service you're developing, you constantly have to be questioning your thinking and seeking external and diverse feedback and ideas. You know, Einstein once said, I'm not the smartest guy, but I'm the most curious. So we have to stay curious and ask ourselves in particular these three questions. What's the bias here? What else could be true? And where is the diverse talent or what's the diverse perspective? Wow. Those three questions, Fire Nation, need to be contemplated. Absolutely. Love that, Mo. Now, what I want to do is kind of move into your journey because we've heard a lot about what you do great now. and We're going to be talking more about that later, of course. But I just want to know your journey as an entrepreneur, not just the good times, but the bad times, not just the bad times, but the worst. So take us (laughs) to the worst entrepreneurial moment, Mo, that you've experienced to date. Tell us that story. Yeah, you bet. Um, 
if you remember 2008 and the crash that happened in October, uh, my husband and I had just started our latest business. It was a print. It is a print company, Leap and Lizard Labels, and that was going. I was running my consulting practice, and I decided, hey, why not? In the worst economic times, start another business. Uh, so started Moxie, and we were about six months in, and. I, in a two-week span, signed a third mortgage on our house to finance the building. I didn't even know such a thing existed until I was signing one. Uh, I got served a cease and desist letter uh, from a woman in New York who thought she had trademark on the word moxie. My uh, tech person who held all my data I didn't realize it at the time, but she was suffering from mental illness, and she decided to hold all our data hostage, and I lost hearing in one of my ears. Permanently? So that was... Uh, no, it's actually back. I think it was actually, oh, I think it was stress induced. Okay. Yeah. And it was funny. I went out to lunch with a friend and I was telling her this and, and she looked at me and she said, you know, what are you going to do now that Moxie has failed? And I was stunned, not because that wasn't a reasonable question, but because I had never considered it. Like I, I just saw all of these things as, all right, I'm supposed to like, I'm supposed to learn from this one and this is another hurdle. And I just, I had my head down. Um, but I also um, had my head down on the desk crying like, oh my God, we're going to lose our house. Like, what have I just done? One thing I want to zero in on here is the fact that people do love sending cease and desist on everything. <laughs> so so maybe for Fire Nation, because there's a lot of people who are listening that, believe me, you're going to come up with a brand that's just not the most unique brand name in the world because it's a cool name. And of course, people probably have thought of cool names before. So what do you recommend when people get those cease and desist? And like, how did you react to it? And yeah. how do you recommend it? Yeah, because it will happen. I did two things. First, I went out and I did some research on uh, who had I, – I, first, I called my attorney. Um, second, I did some research on the company that had sent it and realized that they were pretty small potatoes. Um, and it's very, very expensive to take somebody to court on this. Yeah. So I chose, ra- I chose radio silence. Uh, we really didn't respond. Um, and I got a couple more nasty grams and um, then she went away. Just went away. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I would not recommend that if it's a big guy coming after you. Now, what would you have done though? Did you have a strategy in mind if, if they did send you that next step in the process? Like had you talked about it with your lawyer? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we knew, hey, if they're going to get serious, but again, looking at it, I'm like, I don't think she's got the money to try and sue me, and I don't think she's got a very good case. Yeah. So, you know, we had to, again, talk to an attorney, do some assessment, but nine times out of 10, uh, it's folks that are, you know, it's all kind of bluster, and they're not going to follow through on it. Let's talk about uh, the lesson learned that you want us to take away from this difficult time that you experienced. I mean, the stress-induced, losing um, some (laughs) hearing and and all that. Like, what do you want to make sure our listeners get from your story? You know, I think um, two things. One is a a combination of tenacious optimism and optimistic tenacity. Uh, and, And that is an unbeatable combination. So if you are... Because entrepreneurship, it's like Mr. Toad's wild ride, right? There's the highs and the lows are so extreme. I often say, you know, it's almost like you have to be manic depressive. And you can't drink your own Kool-Aid when you're at the highs, and you can't dig your own grave when you're at the lows. Mm. Um, And you just have to say tenaciously optimistic 
and optimistic in your tenacity to move forward. Well, let's talk about an aha moment. Let's talk about one of the ideas that you think really either put you on the map or just led you to the great success that you now have achieved. So take us to that idea that you had and kind of walk us through how you just took it from idea into something that is now become a success. Yeah, you bet. And and that's actually the same timing. Like, why did I start Moxie in the middle of all this chaos? Mm. Uh, it was because I was serving on a board of a company that was at a crossroads and had been in a week-long meeting where the board, I mean, we tore this thing down and back up because if we didn't, they would go out of business. Uh, and so it was exhilarating and exhausting and exciting. And at the end of that week, I was more exhausted than anything else. And I realized it was because I was holding up the estrogen in the room. I was the only woman all week long. Um, and as I was doing a debrief, as I always do from that meeting, kind of what were my takeaways? What are my to-dos? This idea popped into my head saying, what would that room have been like? What would that strategic planning have looked like if that were a diverse group of people sitting around the table? Mm. And we know there's just way too much research that says that companies that have diversity beat the pants off those that don't. So I realized and I, I couldn't find an organization that was for women about really helping them launch into leadership. Um, and, and that was great. And it was clicking along. And then I had aha number two. And that was when one of the women who had gone through some of our programs, she was really amazing. I was in one of her team meetings. And now, mind you, she was the CFO. And in that meeting, she got mansplained to, hmm. she was interrupted, her, uh, her ideas were stolen from her. And I, I knew everyone on that team. I knew that she was a strong, capable, confident woman. And I knew the men in the room had the best of intentions and would have been appalled if they realized what they were doing. And that's when I really realized, hey, there's something more at play here. And that's when I started digging in and saying, we can't have women leaning into a broken system. Nothing's going to change. Why do we still just have all these white guys at the top? Nobody's doing this on purpose. So that's when I dug in and really said, ah, okay, unconscious bias and how our brain operates and how do then we interrupt that. And that's been absolutely fantastic because once we understand that, it takes something that seems pretty nebulous and impossible to very tangible and possible. Fire Nation, I've said it before, but when you walk outside every single day, there's things that are going around you that need to be fixed. There's voids that need to be filled. Oh. There's niches that need you know, somebody to step into. And the thing is, you, the individual, should not be trying to fill all of those things. You need to find that cause that resonates with you because you're passionate about it. And plus, you have expertise and value to give to the world. And Mo found that situation where she could give both. And that's key. So she stepped into that void. So look for those voids. Keep your eyes and ears open because they're all around you. And you need to be careful of your time because you know you, you don't want to be going down dead ends that, that you shouldn't be going down. But when you see that opportunity that fits all those check marks that you know you can excel in, then step into it and see where it leads. Now, Mo, what do you want to make sure our listeners get from your story? You know, I think it's um, this idea that if you want to win, right, if you want to make more money, if you want to have greater market share, you really have to pay attention to who's on your team and how you're developing your products and services. Uh, we can get a really myopic view of that. 
And if we're not asking those questions, if we're not interrupting bias in our systems and processes, uh, you're really limiting the potential of your, of your company and of your growth. Mo, what are you most excited about right now? Oh, I'm super fired up, JLD. There is so much neural research happening around unconscious bias and how we can interrupt it with process. That, coupled with the meeting of technology and learning, uh, is just this really exciting space right now. Like, for example, we just created this whole series of micro-learning courses. So I can be sitting in the parking lot about to go into a really difficult conversation and quick do some learning on that. My own time, my own speed, very tangible. Um, and I think we've got access to information and learning and growth as never before. Mm. And the more we're understanding the brain and how it works and how we can build successful organizations based around that knowledge and learning is just super exciting times. Oh, love all of this. And Fire Nation, if you think it's been exciting time so far, just wait huh. until we get to the lightning round. <laughs> we're going to take a quick <laughs> minute first and thank our sponsors. Ready to explore new business opportunities outside of creating your own business from scratch? If yes, see what it's like to be an Allstate agency owner. Unlike other small business ventures, you earn equity as an Allstate agency owner with the opportunity to pass it down or someday sell. In addition, you pay no franchise or royalty fees, so the money you save on fees goes directly into growing and building equity in the business. You're not just selling insurance policies. You're a small business owner with no salary cap. The sky is the limit as far as what you can earn, and you can even earn repeat revenue from policy renewals. Being an Allstate agency owner may be just the opportunity you've been looking for, especially when you have the backing of a nationally recognized brand like Allstate. Be more than just an agent. Be an Allstate agency owner and earn equity in the business you build. Visit AllstateAgent.com to learn more about owning an Allstate agency today, subject to the terms and agency agreements. The importance of building a strong team that can help support your business is massive, but with big importance comes big challenges. Finding great talent isn't easy, but with Zip Recruiter, it's different. With Zip Recruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with just one click, then their powerful technology matches the right people with your job. Unlike other job sites, Zip Recruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you, it finds them. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on on Zip Recruiter, get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. The best part, it's efficient. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with Zip Recruiter's user-friendly dashboard. Find out today why Zip Recruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates. Right now, you can post jobs on Zip Recruiter for free. I'm talking free. Just visit ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, Fire Nation, you can try it for free. Visit ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Mo, we are back. And my question to you is, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? Let's do it. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Okay, this is going to sound completely ridiculous. I didn't realize it was an option. Yeah. I was in a world. I was in a world where I was surrounded by people that work for other people, and I have found that children of entrepreneurs go one of two paths. They either say, "Hell no, I am never going to own my own business," or "I'm never going to work for somebody else." I'm unemployable. Yeah. 
Yeah, my and I'm I'm unemployable. My dad fell into that first category. His parents had been business owners. Mm. He wanted nothing to do with it, and he did everything he could to make sure that none of us kids became business owners. Daddy's little girl did not follow in the right <laughs> footsteps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was never the easiest child. <laughs> Mo, what's the best advice you've ever received? To laugh at yourself, like this whole thing is ridiculous. Like everything that we're doing is ridiculous. <laughs> it is. And I, I used to take myself fairly seriously. And then I got this like, no, seriously, girlfriend, you need to laugh at yourself. It's made everything way, way easier. When you zoom out like 10 like planets back and you look down, <laughs> you're like, what are we so serious about? Come on. All right. Yeah. And there's another one that I'll just sneak in here. Um, and that's that other people's money can make you really stupid. Ooh. So if you are, um, you know, if you have this dream of, of getting the outside funding and doing all this, uh, I would have you really think that through. Mm. Um, it was great advice for me. And then I got to watch a couple of guys that had, had raised some funding and I watched how they were then beholden to their VC and it, it made them think short term and, and uh, spend so much time keeping the VC happy versus focused on growing their business that if they'd spent that time and energy on sales, on marketing, um, they, they could have done it without other people's money. What's a personal habit, Mo, that contributes to your success? So every year on our anniversary, my husband and I are kind of geeks this way. Um, we do drink good wine and have sex and all that too, but we write a five-year letter as if it's five years from today and we are living our ideal life. And we've done this now for 15 years. Uh, and in that, I mean, it's everything. It's your business, it's your financial situation, your friendships, how you're spending your time. And it's pretty magical what starts to happen when you put that in play, because then I drill that down into what's my daily top five that's going to lead me to that ideal life in five years. Um, and I can, without pause, say this is something that has been transformative for our lives. And I've um, had a multitude of CEO clients do this as well. And they all say if they actually uh, go through with it, it's game changing. What would you say an internet resource like an Evernote is that could help our listeners? I'm super fired up. I've started using bomb bomb email, like bomb, like explode. Um, and in it, there's about a five to eight second uh, video. They just see a clip. Um, so I've been using it in my sales and marketing and outreach and you know, old clients. And I've had an over 70% response rate. If you could recommend one book, Mo, what would it be and why? The Breakthrough Company by Keith McFarland. He did the same research that Jim Collins did for Good to Great, but he did it on startups that broke through. Um, and it's really fascinating what, you know, the data that they collected and the themes that they pulled out. Um, fantastic. And I would say anything by Robert Cialdini. Persuasion, oh, persuasion. Yeah, he's fantastic. Let's end today on Fire Mo with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you and your biz. And then we'll say goodbye. Hack your biased brain. If you want to think about inclusion from, think about it from the start and build your team and product and service that way, um, you are building in a strategic competitive advantage. Like seriously, you're going to make more money. You're going to have more fun. Your employees are going to be more engaged. It's just awesome. Um, I have pulled together a toolkit Ooh. of resources, a bunch of free stuff for people at Diagnostic, a couple of my favorite brain hacks. So if people shoot me an email, 
at mo at moxieexchange.com and just put send me the goods in the subject line. I will send all that stuff to you. I love it because Fire Nation, you're the average. Of the five people you spend the most time with, you've been hanging out with MBB and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Maureen in the search bar. That's M-A-U-R-E-E-N. And her show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. Of course, email her directly, mo, that's M-O, at moxieexchange.com. Put in the subject line, send me the goods, yo, and she will (laughs) send you the goods. And uh, Mo, I just want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. (laughs) Thanks, JLD. Keep rocking your moxie. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Mo today. And if you're ready to turn website visitors into leads and customers, check out fireup.co. It's amazing. It's free. What are you waiting for? I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Looking for qualified candidates fast. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you, it finds them. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. See for yourself right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Ready to explore new business opportunities outside of creating your own business from scratch? If yes, see what it's like to be an Allstate agency owner. As an agency owner, you're not just selling policies, you're building equity in the business with the opportunity to pass it down or someday sell. Learn more at allstateagent.com today, subject to the terms of the agency agreements.